Do girls have taints? Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 65. Nice ninjato. That's right. We are back for another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape Network um, and the number fourth podcast in general on the Geekscape Network. The number uh, one I, most in- inconsistent podcast. Yeah. Hey. Based on the fact that this is kind of level 64 because this, of last week. There is a missing level 64 oh yes but it was um, a glorious 64 it was good uh i might uh it was a fucking nightmare week though that's what it was yeah, yeah josh died <laughs> on thursday yeah and on saturday oh it was like a waste like it was like 19 hours of attempted recording and didn't work but, out but like i said on the show that no longer exists apparently we are the very, I think we're the only podcast that involves two Angelinos, a Canadian, and someone from Alaska. Absolutely. We are. So you we think are, of the four of us with all of our minds combined could make this work. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, you know what this is? I feel like this is like uh, Voltron, where we're all, each like a lion and we're all in our own element. None of the pieces fit together. Once a week. Yeah, but one of us breaks down to the weight of form. I, I, I'm a Thunderzord. You're you're a dragon zord. Derek's Derek's a Voltron, and and Josh is a um, uh, a Mecha from um, uh, fuck God. What's that? What's that game? From that anime. I, from anime. <laughs> and we're all trying to duct tape ourselves together to make some sort of like <laughs> semblance of like a cohesive unit. I think uh, Josh. I think that's actually a really o. good description. Yeah. What was that one? Like the big O uh, anime robot. Oh yeah, well, I remember that one episode where there was like that really like fucked up basic one. We're like that with the base with the basic bitch of Big O. <laughs> the um, basic. <laughs> and I already don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh God, such a Gaijin. Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah. So you just learned that word from Tokyo Drift. Um, no, no, <laughs> maybe potentially. There's, 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 there's a serious potential there. Um, I am Shane O'Hare. Uh, your favorite Alaskan. I'm greeted with uh, Derek Kranevelt, your favorite Canadian, and Juan Carlos, your favorite Tustin, hard-ass English teacher. How's That's everybody right. doing? Uh, I don't know. I'm in Canada, so not very well right now. Yeah, how's that dollar? Well, I'm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't remember what food tastes like. <laughs> it's just been Mr. Noodles and Kraft Dinner. My Mr. Noodles and my Kraft Dinner that you said you're going to send me for Christmas. Didn't I send that? No. He sent to Josh. Oh, I think he got it. <laughs> I still. I, I remember on the show he was like, uh, "Hey, Derek, I want to thank you for the Mister Noodle." That came oh, today. right. Sorry, Shane. Uh, I'll get that to you. Your birthday's coming up. Yeah, yeah, my birthday is coming up. Um, I just want to uh, give Derek an early thanks for my Mister Noodle that will accidentally show up on my doorstep instead of Shane. He'll <laughs> <laughs> have like a happy birthday Shane card in it and everything. <laughs> and I will be but like, hey, today I am Shane. Yeah, but you know, knowing my my luck and Juan's luck, it'll just be addressed to your wife. It's like, who's yeah. Shane? <laughs> Whoever he is, is a new favorite person. Yeah. Um, how about we talk about video games? I I don't think we usually do that this soon into the podcast. Well, there's not a whole lot of news. I mean, there was a lot of news last week, and, which we uh, covered in an unreleased episode. Uh, but yeah, we did. There, I I mean, I was pretty excited about this week's news. Uh, I wasn't expecting. I kind of wasn't expecting anything until. Uh, you know, like pr- just pre E three, but uh, that seems crazy now to thinking about it. But Bethesda has detailed the first uh, three pieces of DLC for Fallout Four. It's pretty exciting. Um, uh, they're going to be releasing a piece of DLC in March, uh, in April, and then a huge one in May. Um, so they just announced this on Tuesday, actually, uh, noting that Fallout Four has obviously become their most successful title ever uh, and then they went on to d- detail the add-ons uh, which are called Aut- automatron wasteland workshop and far harbor uh so march's dlc will be Aut- excuse me it's a hard word to say for a canadian apparently but automatron 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 uh noting that the mysterious mechanist has unleashed a horde of evil robots in what the commonwealth what, what was that what, what, what word mechanist yeah one you're an english teacher mechanist valid mechanist Mechanist, there you go. That's what I thought. I feel like it's different in Canada. Uh, the mysterious <laughs> mechanist 
Yes. Has unleashed a horde of evil robots into the Commonwealth, including the devious Robo Brain. Hunt them down and harvest their parts to build and mod your own custom robot companions. Choose from hundreds of mods, mixing the limbs, armor, abilities, and weapons like the all-new Lightning Chain Gun, and even customize their paint schemes and choose voices. So this one will be nine ninety nine on its own, or of course part of the season pass. That's that 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 piece alone sounds pretty awesome. Like that sounds like a neat like. I, I never played custom robo but i assume like custom robo but also kind of like robopon or like biomotor unitron like that sort of stuff whoa what was that what you just said biomotor unitron Ooh, have you heard of that one that sounds like an enemy I how can seen. you how can you say that but not fucking exactly mechanist? <laughs> uh it was one of my favorite neo geo pocket games actually Oh yeah, I keep forgetting you're one of those one percenters that had a Neo yep. Geo pocket. It was a great. It was it was a limited edition platinum color as well. It was really nice. Fuck. It had that I, joystick I, you know, while it, you guys were all playing with the D pad. Oh, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it had micro switches too. I mean that loud clicking noise. It was backlit. Yeah, you guys didn't. Uh, you guys were still using fucking worm lights. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember those fucking Nyko worm lights. I just laughed at you guys. Oh my god! And then it would like the like stuff, the thing that like whatever the material that held the light up would like wear down over time, and then it would get all floppy, and I didn't have to worry about any of that. Oh no! See, I, I upgraded to like I had a Game Boy Color that had like Google this. It had a Shock and Rock on it, which was like a battery pack slash rumble pack slash like amplified speakers, <laughs> and then I had like this like. A uh, magnifying glass light thing that went on the top that came with like extra was that like buttons. a Nintendo branded thing and it was like this giant thing no, that you no. put the Game Boy in and it had like a magnifier and shit. No, that was the original Game Boy. This okay. was all this is all third party for the color. Um. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, screw you guys. Out. I had the Mattel 1977 football game where it was just red dashes on the screen. I mean, that Dude, was cool in, 19, in 1977. Yeah, I had wow. one. It was a hand-me-down from my uncle, but I love the crap awesome. out of it. And actually, I, just, I think I still have one of those. I have one of those in a box, and I don't think them, that it actually works because I think it's like, uh, cor- like there's some corrosion on the inside. But uh, I still have one of those footballs. Actually, I've never played you it, know, but I have one. It's really easy to fix that corrosion. I'm going to send you what I had on my Game Boy, so you can see what I was dealing with. Oh, that's hilarious! Um, and that's and it came with like add-ons that went on top of the buttons. And then that's the shock and rock, the four yeah. one, four one accessory for Nintendo Game Boy Color. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's get out of the '90s again. But uh, coming up next uh, for the Fallout DLC, we have April. We'll see the Wasteland Workshop, which sounds pretty addicting. Uh, this one's just five dollars US, or of course part of the season pass. But uh, Bethesda notes that with the Wasteland Workshop, design and set cages to capture live creatures from raiders to death claws, tame them or have them face off in battle, even against your fellow settlers. The Wasteland Workshop also includes a suite of new design options for your settlements, like Nixie tube lighting, letter kits, taxidermy, and more. Uh, I feel like I didn't, I never got hugely into the settlement aspect of Fallout Four because I was just kind of like it, this seems addicting and I don't have time for the game in general. So I'm going to go do missions and stuff instead. But I feel like the idea of being able to capture creatures and raiders and stuff and have them fight and stuff sounds really, really fun and addicting and kind of like Pokemon fucked up Pokemon thing. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then finally may is going to see a, the reason, excuse me, the release of a huge expansion called far Harbor. Uh, if you're purchasing this one on its own, this one's actually going to be a $25 on its own. Um, and this one notes that a new case from Valentine's detective agency leads you on a search for a young woman, uh, and a young women, a, a young woman and a secret <laughs> colony. Do we, of do we just like re-roll tape and like start over so you can like get <laughs> I'm all fine. That? I'm fine. I'm just tired. Get rid of the marble mouth. Hey, it's na- it's national like drink wine day and I'm half a pint of wine in. So, and I'm enunciating properly. So <laughs> I'm just really tired. Okay. We're it's, it's been a long week. Uh, your your grasp of the English language is only sixty percent that of us Americans. That's that's uh, that sounds better than my dollar is doing. Right now. <laughs> uh, travel off the coast of Maine to the mysterious island of Far Harbor. What did I say? Maine wrong? No, I, just, laughing now? I was laughing at how you just like went right back into it. Oh, okay. Uh, so the mysterious island of Far Harbor, where higher levels of radiation have created a more feral world. Navigate through growing conflict between the Synths, the children of Adam, and the local townspeople. Will you work towards bringing peace to Far Harbor, and at what cost? Far Harbor features the largest landmass for an add-on that we've ever created, filled with new faction quests, settlements, lethal creatures, and dungeons. Become more powerful 
excuse me, become more powerful with all new higher power armor and weapons. Uh, the choices are all yours. And that one, yeah, that one sounds really cool. Uh, and I know that some of the previous Bethesda expansions have been absolutely huge in terms of landmass. So noting that this one is larger is, is, I mean, it's going to be massive. Um, and one thing that's probably the most important aspect of, of their announcement this week was that they have detailed this, th- these expansions and they actually have more in store and they, they basically expanded their plans for DLC. So there will be more DLC than they originally had anticipated. So on March 1st, the price of the season pass is actually moving from $30 to $50, um, which, you know, I feel like in terms of the content that you'll be getting is probably at like a decent price because again, they've only detailed these three, but they said that they have planned out several more pieces of DLC as well, which will all be included through that season pass. Um, and I, I feel like it was pretty nice giving us a two week notice on the price change on that. Uh, and I they have, explained I have to give them props for um, um, honoring the uh, previous season pass price. Yeah, so anyone that's already purchased the season price at the current pass is going to get all that content. And basically they said that given the expanded DLC plan, the price of the season pass will increase from the current $29.99 to $49.99 on March 1st. However, if you already purchased the pass for $29.99, nothing changes. You still get everything at no additional cost. The full $60 offering of add-on content for the original price of $29.99. Uh, in addition, if you didn't buy the season pass yet, there's still time. Anyone who buys a season pass at $29.99 before March 1st will get all $60 worth of content. This is our best way of saying thanks for all the loyal fans who have believed in us and supported us over the years. And so I feel like looking at the price of, for instance, Far Harbor costing $24.99 on its own, you're probably going to get at least one more massive expansion like that. And then the kind of smaller pieces like the w- Wasteland Workshop and stuff. So picking that up at $29.99 seems like a, an awesome value at this point. Yeah, I feel like the, um, they um, basically what the the deal is. Um, they um, their their DLC was bigger than they they anticipated. I feel like that's just from the success from uh, Fallout Shelter and how fucking big Fallout Four was. They were able to hire a bunch of people to like mm-hmm. you know do grunt work and can uh, I pulled it, Derek do grunt work and uh, fill in um, you know um, you know pick up different uh, pick up more slack. Um, so. Uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, I th- it's really cool they're honoring the original season pass price, so you have a few weeks to um, snag the DLC. Two weeks, pass. two weeks, just yeah. under net now. No, yeah. so um, I am <coughs> absolutely not interested <sighs> in the slightest. I need to. Get, I'm. I've been trying to get rid of my copy of Fallout Four for the PS4. Uh, I, I I fucked up by not getting it on the PC. And I. Again, I don't understand why you purchase it for a console when you have a PS. When you sorry, when you have a PC, like obviously the only way that I am able to play the game is through a console, and so I'm totally stoked on that console version. But you have a powerful gaming PC, so why would you even purchase it for a console? Um, I was uh black. I I picked it up on Black Friday, and like I just moseyed in and I snagged Mario Maker, Splatoon, and Fallout Four, and I got like fifty dollars in gift cards. So you got uh, Fallout 4 for free, basically. So what are you complaining about? It, it's just, it's not good on the console. Like, it's great the, on the console if that's the only way you can play it. Well, f- true. If I had that, um, that um, oh shit, that uh, mouse and keyboard add-on. My problem is going into a room and like looting everything. It's so tedious on the controller. I mean, I have the sensitivity mm. all the way up and it's so tedious. And when I play these kind of like Bethesda games, I have to loot fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done, I go and sort through it all. Uh, it would be worlds better uh, with a mouse and keyboard. Mm. Uh, so I've been, and if I was like, oh, I wonder what GameStop will give, give it to me for. And they'll give it to me uh, for like 13 bucks. And then I saw what they were selling used copies for, $55. And I was like, oh, fuck that noise. So <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to, um, I don't know. If anybody wants to trade a Steam key for a, uh, you know, new inbox PS4 copy, and I don't know. I'll I feel throw, like you don't know what new inbox means. Uh, like new inbox. GameStop uh, is a very loose definition of what's new inbox. True, true. So I will, um, I'll send it to you, and uh, uh, I don't know. I'll send you some craft dinner with it. Anyway, one, uh, did you get into Fallout Four at all? Oh yeah, um, I'm on he, the part. You finished it, didn't you? I'm at the very, very last, but here's the thing. I wanted to, I'm not going to give away anything, but there's a, 
faction that I wanted to affiliate myself with, but I accidentally MS thirteen. Sorry, MS thirteen. <laughs> yeah, MS thirteen. Uh, uh, but I got kind of suckered into this other faction, so now I have to finish out missions with this faction until I can be automatically switched back to my original faction, thus ending the story. Ah. So this weekend uh, I have some free time, so I plan on finishing it on Saturday. That way I can get everything ready for the expansion pack next month. Um, You're not going to compete in the Splatfest then? Oh, God, that's this Saturday. (laughs) Uh, Fallout's going to have to wait. I think Fallout 4 is going to have to wait, yeah. Yeah, No, there's a Splatfest. That, 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 they, that's where the two girls on the trucks dance. Yes. Yes. I'm on the Splatfest. Absolutely. Oh my God. I cannot express when I did my first Splatfest and I saw the Squid Sisters dancing. I was like, they are so fucking adorable. I can't handle it. And I, they are quickly becoming my new waifus. How could they not though? I don't, I don't know. It, and then when they sign off and they do that like stay fresh thing where they like dangle their fingers. It's just so cute. And then I go to Slatoon subreddit, and I'm just <laughs> so confused. I, confused boners all around. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, if we did a show uh, where the sisters introduce us, I think that'd be special. Uh, it's an audio podcast, so nobody would be able to understand them. It just, who cares? It's just that you know. <laughs> it's just that you know they introduced you. They could, they could mumble. They're mumbling gibberish. Yeah, which is which is why when they had that um. They had that concert a few weeks ago. I I I was watching it at work and my coworker that I share an office with, and she's like, What are you watching? <laughs> and it was the first like I'm pretty I have no shame. I'm pretty like open with everything. I, I don't give a f I don't give a fuck. But I, I had like this hot wash of shame come over me and I'm like <laughs> hey, How shame. do I explain what this shame, was? You have they seen your Facebook photos? Yes. yes look, this have. is what look, honestly, you have no you owe no one any explanation. If women, we're all at the same I, granted, convention, man. Gra- granted, <laughs> granted, I don't know who this woman is, but look, if daytime television is loaded, loaded with talk shows of people who are talking about shit they don't even know anything about. So if they can watch that mindless drivel for an hour and a half an hour, then by God, man, you are allowed. I know. I say it is your American patriotic duty. To enjoy concerts of two <laughs> cartoon characters speaking in gibberish. Well, I mean, it, like, yes, and and uh, but it was a little bit weird to watch it. it Jane, like, I mean, Jane, Jane, did, did, was it weird because you had a boner? <laughs> I had to hide my boner. I was just about to ask the same that's, thing. Is that what it is? But well, that's what that's what that's what. So the I feel like we both know Shane a little bit too well. <laughs> um, it's okay from our point of view. We're nerds. Are D- Derek, Shane, okay. Josh, and one. All right, we we're all, we were all at the same convention. Yes, we're all at the same convention. We we get it. We understand. And slept I in mean, the same beds for some of us here. Whether you're yes. on Team Edward or Team Splatfest. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is when when someone says, "Oh, the Squid Sisters are having a hologram concert in Japan," <laughs> we are like, "Oh, that's cool." But you tell it to. Um, I wasn't like that. I was like, "What the fuck are you saying right now?" One, <laughs> well, you understood, right? Oh, dude, we're like we have telepathy here. We have ESP. We get each other. Yeah, like, yeah. That? So when I say the Squid Sisters are having a hologram concert in Japan. It's like, oh, that makes sense. But you tell that to, you know, this girl that I share an office with. She's a, a realtor who is not really as weird as we are. I had to explain. Okay, like I'm not weird. Just putting that out there. You're very weird. Uh, so these are the Squid Sisters. These are holographic concert. Um, they're not necessarily speaking Japanese either. So you should have just told her they were speaking Japanese, and it would have been a lot less weird. I always, uh, I always somehow find a way to make it weird. Well, what's what's not weird? Anyway, look, you had freaking Blaziken perform the national anthem at the Super Bowl last week. It's fine. <laughs> Like it's it's already crossing over. It's it's we have. I feel Pokemon like what did you say? Ryan. I missed it. <laughs> oh god! He said we had Blaziken performing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Freaking Lady Gaga looked like Blaziken from Pokemon. Okay. And now you know the backstory. Um, but look, it's. Uh, Derek Hatsune, always bringing the vibe down. 
Hatsune Miku has been like popular for what several years now. She sold out Anime Expo when they had the concert here several years back. So yep. this is no different. I mean, for people on the outside, I'm sorry that you're old and aren't in, <laughs> and don't get it. I'm sorry you're a joyless adult that you can go back and enjoy your episodes of Blue Blood. Oh, Say hello fuck. To my mom Sullivan. watches Blue Blood. Who doesn't watch Blue Bloods? <laughs> I. I'm me. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't either. I feel like I haven't watched anything in the last couple of weeks except Total Divas. <laughs> it's How's super embarrassing. It's, it, oh, but I can't oh. stop. It's so scandalous. <laughs> you know what is also embarrassing, Derek? Uh, when a very massively popular fighting game has a horrendous launch day. Oh, tell us all about that. What, what massively popular fighting game had a launch day that it was PlayStation All-Stars 2, The Reckoning. <laughs> I feel like it couldn't have been worse than PlayStation All-Stars. <laughs> no, Did they had All-Stars this time around. <laughs> like you think Mac 2 is the only disappointment coming back? We'll hold on to your butts. I feel I feel like even like C-list stars would have been an improvement on that game. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation All-Stars 2 starring Knack. <laughs> <laughs> And only Knack. <laughs> every, stage, <laughs> every stage is from Knack 1. <laughs> the Vita version. Oh, man. So only tell playable us about Street on PS Go. <laughs> the, so Street Fighter Five, no doubt, tremendous Exists. hype. Super excited for the title. The whole fighting game community, just, you know, whenever a Street Fighter game comes out, uh, you know, especially where it's a new in, uh, installment to the series, not just an and it looks like so ultra. good too. Oh, it's gorgeous. it's a be- no beautiful, beautiful game. But but with Street Fighter specifically, they touted that it would have a robust online community, all these features uh, that you could play. You search for certain opponents, you could create lobbies with just your friends, so you guys can take turns playing, like if you were in the room together. So on day one, launch day, you can imagine people all over the country, all over the world took the day off and were quote unquote sick to play this all day, get as far as they can, learn the new combos, try out the new characters. And Capcom shuts down the service. <laughs> they shut Wait, they, down, they, they shut it down. They shut it down because they or they say they were overwhelmed with the amount of people. But here's the thing. Has history not taught us? That when a massively popular game is going to go on launch, you get those servers ready. And yeah. plenty of games have seen that. Call, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, no problem. You know, uh, Super I Smash hear Bros. That the Master Chief Collection had a really smooth launch. Oh yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> flawless. Uh, yeah, flawless. Uh, Smash Brothers, fine. Splatoon, fine. But granted, that was a new installment. They had to test the waters out. But Smash Brothers, Smash was fine. Mortal Kombat. No problem there, from what I heard. But Street Fighter Five, it crashed. But even then, people were saying they couldn't even get a match going, or that the you know the the casual matches they couldn't even get a connection. So they had to shut it down for three hours. And they said, well, around ten o'clock post uh, Pacific time, we'll get it up. So what? That would be one in the morning for everybody in New York. So for all these really? people who took the day off or were counting, like, yes, we're gonna wait till midnight. We're gonna play it. They, I hope they had people with them to play it because if you were looking to play with people online you were sol really wow. it was that bad it was that bad and uh, not to get too much about the game itself but uh, compared to what you got with uh, street fighter 4 uh, and i would love to hear what the listeners feel about this who picked up the game it feels like a 60 dollars demo this really? like i remember even street fighter 2 you would go around the world e honda guile dalsim like you would fight everybody to best two out of three rounds and then you move on to the next opponent the story in the game here is so it's such a slap in the face it's so bare bones you play as ryu for example it has uh you play three fights one round each and then the story's over it's like they took they wait cliff notes out of the story but they they're supposed to be like a big story mode launching later right oh later but that's the thing yeah, I feel like it's crazy that it's title, not in there. Like, how long have people been waiting for this game and it's not in there right now? It, that, that's the thing. And like, they it's been years, had, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been like at least two years. And you would think that with all this work put into it, with the money that they're trying to, you know, that they would make sure that it's a really, that it would at least have the same content or just about the same amount of content that Street Fighter 4 did. And didn't we have the, two betas? Uh, numerous betas. And some of them were even unannounced. Like, they were just like, oh, crap, the beta's going live. 
Oh, but, just like straight up, like oh, speak, yeah. Speaking of yeah, which, unless you were on Twitter uh, and, and somebody just figured it out, then you did, you missed it com- completely. But it just shocks me that a game like this has such very little content for the single player experience. Like, so if you wanted to do a single player story mode, it's gone. That's coming later. So a, a lot of people online are like, you know what? I'm just going to wait for the inevitable Ultra Street Fighter Five or Super Street Fighter Five when they add in all the characters for free. Uh, then they're just going to wait till that release. I, I guarantee you, you're going to see another reiteration of Street Fighter Five by the, the uh, by the end of this year for sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, but it just it's a disappointment, especially when they're touting. And by the way, I ordered the collector's edition uh, only because I got that 20 percent discount from uh, Best Buy's Gamers Club. And the goods that come with it. Look, there are plenty of great – like, Derek, what would you say would be the best special edition game you've ever purchased just based on the stuff you got? Uh, I would say probably either Bioshock 2, which came with a the soundtrack on like a, a record uh, I, and a CD I version. I still cannot believe that you have that of all people. Uh, it, it, so it came, it, with, it, it came with that. It came with a uh, – it came with these three gorgeous like Bioshock uh, like 11 by 17 prints, uh, an art book and a couple of other things. So I would say that or follow for the Pip-Boy edition just because of how well it was like like even the packaging. It's pa- like it's a Pip-Boy box and you open it up and there's the Pip-Boy and it comes with a stand and it's just I mean, Todd Howard, when they announced it, said it was the coolest fucking collector's edition gimmick that he'd ever seen. And he was pretty spot on with that. Uh, Shane, how about you? Um, best. Oh shit, man! I, we we talked. This was one of our mission objectives, like way back. Um, cool. and I I I cannot remember what my answer was. Um, well, fuck it. Right. Anyway, uh, I, anyway I, 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 I can't think of any. Well, here's the thing: like for the ninety nine dollars that everybody else has to fork over, you're getting a tiny art book. Now, no offense to the art book; it's 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 nice. It's tiny. But if you really wanted a Street Fighter art book, Udon, who publishes the majority of Street Fighter and Capcom stuff, you can yeah. get an art book with all that stuff for like forty bucks or even like thirty bucks at uh, any convention or on their online sale. So that those ones are like huge way. and gorgeous, right? Right, and it's huge and it's it has tons of artwork. This is just like a sampler, so that you could throw it away. Then the digital goods—they never specified what they were going to be. And I got a little suspicious. Like, if you're not telling me right off the bat what I'm getting, I, then I'm kind of hesitant to pay, paying for it. Turns out it was uh, like four or five digital comic books that are already out that you can buy Did, for like digital a dollar. comic books, right? Or and a music sampler. So you're not getting the soundtrack. You're getting this a sampler of different tracks. So things that I could just go to a BitTorrent and download, or just have a friend get. Like, okay, so that's a waste. At least give me a CD. You know, something that I could have. Nope. Here's a sampler. Here's like five, six or six tracks. And then uh, you get the Ryu statue was supposed to be the the piece of dis- resistance. You know, like this is the main thing you're getting. And the statue that I saw was very poorly painted. Like you could see really? the smudges was like the where Ryu, his gloves, the red was bleeding over to the white. It looked very rushed and it just kind of had a cheap look to it. So I traded in my collector's there? edition for a standard one. If you had to say what what the scale was, what's the scale on that that fig? Uh it was almost it was like about a foot. Oh, okay, so it was like probably like a one eighth scale. It was de- yeah, it was a decent sized statue, but the quality of it just wasn't impressive to me. Okay, at least the one that I saw. So you know what? For the for the extra fifty dollars that people are, I, I said you know what? I could just put that towards Fire Emblem and get both copies. I can't or- believe collectors editions are only a hundred dollars in your country. <laughs> But standard I mean, editions are well, about a hundred dollars well, in my the country. Right one was now. more than a hundred. It was like close to what one fifty. I think it was one forty nine. Like yeah, Kuwait. but, but I, that was a pretty substantial one. I'm just like, you know what? It's it's just a shame that they instead of giving me all these digital things and the statue, why don't you just give me more content for the game? You know that that would have been nice. But and now but I have Capcom- to wait because I don't want to even play. Because the thing is, if you disconnect the PS4 or your Xbox or a PS4 or PC. Like not PC, but PS4, for example, if I took it to a friend's house or I took it to an event and we just had people play on it, the points that you get wouldn't count towards unlocking the characters down the road. Because you know how they said the more you play it, you earn like in-game currency that you can use to trade in for goods. That yeah. that only works if you're online. Really? Yeah. So like – and even it says – because when the servers were down, 
uh, they, there was a message that says, yeah, you can still go ahead and play the single player stuff, the story, the, uh, but just uh, recognize that if you do play those modes, the you will not earn currency for the in-game products. That's so that, you're just doing it just for practice. Shit. Yeah, well, so like, like, great. Yeah, Capcom, Capcom has um, constantly done egregious shit like on-disc DLC, and I've tried to defend them in the past, but this is like, like come on, guys. This is... This is I, I I was worried when it when we saw it at, at Comic Con, I I was worried that this was coming out too soon on the heels of like all the extra like Street Fighter Four DLC. I mean I'm like like what's what's the the, the release time between Street Fighter Three and Street Fighter Four and Street Fighter Four and Street, Street Fighter Five? I think it's been uh at least four years, five four or five years, something like that. I think it's four years. Let me, let me between, look up Street Fighter. Between the launch of the first Street Fighter, Street Fighter 4, I believe that's 2012. Okay, so Street Fighter 4 is 2008. Oh, really? That was Street, that was regular Street Fighter 4. And then, oh, okay, okay. And then yeah, you're right, you're right. The Street Fighter 3 was 2000. So, so five years. Yeah, so, it, so it's closer together than 3 to 4, and it's practically the same engine, it's, and it's less content. And it's only one console generation difference. I, I it I was worried from the get go, and I guess you know, good thing I didn't fucking buy into it. <laughs> no, everybody else, just wait until you get the deluxe edition with all the extra stuff. And because and besides, if you spend the time, and this is from someone who's been playing for a while, if you learn a character now, when they eventually do the patch, they're gonna nerf your character. They're gonna change some things about the the hitboxes, the the percentage of your combos. So I wouldn't even waste my time right now. Right now, just you know, just have fun with it, play it with your friends, just kind of get used to the the V trigger system and all that. But I wouldn't invest a lot of time into a character, just unless you're gonna prepare for Evo. But just know down the road that if you are waiting for it, you're you're pretty much in the clear because they're gonna change the characters eventually. They're gonna patch them up. And by the time you get your ultimate edition of Street Fighter Five, that's where you can just go ahead and learn everything. Because right now, it's just it's not worth the sixty bucks at all. Do you think? Do you think this is going to cause a problem for the uh, competitive community? That the, uh, no, uh, the, the, uh, the competitive community is going to adopt it no matter what. I mean, because that's their bread and butter. That they're going to stick with it no matter what. Uh, same with Smash Brothers. Same with any fighting game community. They're, well, well, they're, they're loyal well, to that game. They they pushed Brawl out and Melee stayed in the forefront until Smash Four came out. So, it, it, well, the thing if, with Brawl is because that stupid tripping mechanic that just ruined okay. it. So you couldn't okay. even. So and I you know what, and I'll be honest. If they took out if tripping wasn't in Brawl, it would be a part of the fighting game community, no problem. Okay, but the so the, so the there isn't there's any like uh, egregious like mechanic issues. It's just like all the superfluous shit that. <sighs> That you, you would expect to come with a, uh, a finished product. Right. And personally, I like the V-Trigger system. Uh, I wasn't a big, big fan of Street Fighter 4 because the focus no, what attack... Is, what is that? I, I have no idea what the V-Trigger is. Uh, I know V-Trigger, is, but... not to get too technical, but it's uh, kind of like... It's similar to uh, your special gauge where it enhances regular moves. It enhances them and actually allows for some characters to have combos that they couldn't do without activating the V-Trigger. And uh, the V-Trigger could be uh, filled up by just uh connecting with moves if you're pairing moves you that uh meter fills up so i mean it's it's a really nice little thing it kind of uh makes all the characters pretty much playable so you don't have to just stick with reuse and your camis i mean everybody has some cool techniques they can do with the v trigger so it's not the same for everybody but so that would that would be fun to learn now in the vanilla stage of street fighter 5 but for anybody who's thinking that I'm going to be missing out on not training now with these two characters, I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. So, you know, I would just say wait until the game goes on sale uh, or play it at a friend's house. And that's, that's probably the best way to train anyway is playing with friends rather than playing online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a it's good game. But, damn, 60 bucks for what you're getting is not worth it. And stay away. Unless you're a diehard, I need to have everything Street Fighter stay completely away from the collector's edition it is so not worth it just a total waste uh, i i would take that extra 50 bucks to put it towards the fallout 4 dlc or go <laughs> oh, wow. or or go buy and then you'll uh, still have 20 dollars to spare if, if there you, you do go. the next two weeks yeah there you go hmm. derek now um after juan's uh little expose just now has this uh um were you ever interested in yourself because i know i was i personally was going to wait till the ultra came out but 
Uh, no, I feel like I'm not, aside from a few occurrences in my life, like there's been a few games like Project Justice and, and a couple of others that I've really got into in terms of fighting games. Like, I feel like I'll play them at other people's houses or at an arcade or whatever, but I, I, I never put enough time into them to warrant purchasing them. Really? And it's not that I don't like them. I just like if it's if if I can play a fighting game versus like some sort of deep single player experience like Fallout or like The Witcher or whatever, I'm gonna choose that experience every time. Okay, and but when Dark I play Souls them, I have fun. Kind of... I just don't. I you know when I play them, I have a lot of fun. I just would if I'm playing something, I'd rather play typically a bigger single player experience. Hmm. Well, uh, how about the uh, first six minutes of uh, Michonne coming out for The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. Uh, telltale game that I have absolutely zero interest in because I don't like the character Michonne. I feel like we've had this conversation 18 times and you don't like, you, <laughs> and then every all 18 times you've expressed that you don't like the character in this show and the game is based on the comic book, different character. I keep forgetting that. It's way cooler. Uh, yeah, Telltale uh, on Monday. <laughs> what? I just think it's way cooler. Just- Telltale back on Monday debuted. Uh, I mean, just last week, they let us know when we're finally going to be able to play the first episode of the game, which is on the uh, 23rd of this month for PS3, PS4, 360, and Xbox One. And if you're a mobile gamer, you're going to be waiting till the 25th. Um, but uh, it's basically, it, it looks it looks intense and it looks emotional right from the get-go. Uh, and if you're a, I, I feel like it looks approachable from a standpoint of even if you haven't played uh, sorry even if you haven't read the comic i feel like it looks fairly approachable uh but this kind of michonne disappears for about 10 or uh, 15 issues or something like that in the comic book and this game it just basically just like shows you what happens to her during that time frame uh it's going to be three episodes at from what i remember we're going to see one in february one in march and one in april so it'll actually pick up and resolve fairly quickly and it's 14.99 on all platforms so it'll be it sounds like a great value for the amount of content that you're going to get and it's been a long time since we've been able to play a telltale walking dead game like when did season two finish like early 20 or something or something uh no no yeah yeah like it's been a long time so i could not be more excited to get my hands on this basically uh, but yeah, definitely, if you're interested whatsoever, check out the first six minutes. And even if you're not, like, obviously, this six minutes is meant to get you interested in the game. And I think that if you have even a slight interest in Telltale Games or The Walking Dead or whatever, you're going to you're going to see something that you like in there. Um, is this going to be a full, a full season or do, do they it's do they have three, an estimate three of episodes? OK, yeah, it's a mini series. So three episodes. And they basically said that they won't be detailing any information or releasing anything for the next season of the Walking Dead main game until this is finished. Okay. Hmm. And uh, we actually kind of, um, I do believe we went over this in great detail on the uh, missing episode. I think that we did as well because that would have been right after they announced the release date. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> when you yelled at me about uh, my diatribe about not liking the character, we but we've had this conversation in private on the podcast like so many times. I I am I don't know, don't think so. Via email, there's probably emails. So um there was a big <laughs> Counter-Strike Global Offensive update that came out today. Um they uh cuz I know you guys love to hear about this. Um they um released a new operation which is kind of it's like almost their, as exciting as Destiny. Um Destiny I'm just 2 kidding. go for it. I'm just kidding. Destiny 2 announced 2017, by the way. Let's not go through this again. Okay. <laughs> I, could just, I could I could feel Derek like seething when I brought that up. Um <laughs> it's like Disney. Um so um big update for CSGO came out <clears throat> today. They uh, had a new operation, Operation Wildfire. They released a new set of cases, so new skins that you can waste your money on. Uh the big thing was um they redid the map nuke. They completely redid it and updated it. Um, new skins, new textures, new polygons. Uh, they added um, new physical structures in different key areas. They removed a lot of. Uh, they removed one of the vents to lower B bomb site, which is um, a drastic change uh, for um, getting onto that site. So now you are um, um, bottlenecked down to one, only one of the vents. Uh, they added. Um, Ladders in key areas. They they addressed uh, uh, hip um, not hip boxes. They uh, addressed like 
um, uh, contention points where uh, the two sides are going to um, match up. And it has been uh, Nuke had been pulled out of the um, uh, the rotation for a while because it was very heavily CT sided, and it wasn't in the the uh, the, uh, the rotation for uh, competitive gaming. And so when they released the Wildfire operation, there's um, uh, a bunch of new missions for Wildfire. I don't, I haven't looked at it myself. Uh, it's about six bucks, and it's kind of like a, um, a little mini expansion pack where they give you missions where you have to, uh, you know, get so many kills with this particular weapon in you know one of the game types. Um, but they added a, a co-op mode, co-op missions that you can do with a friend, um, and they added some other maps and they did a lot of uh, tweaks to uh, some of the core maps. But uh, it's a uh, a huge upgrade that the community has been asking for for a while. It's the last operation ended in October, and it's been the longest time between operations. Um, so Wildfire uh, uh, was something the community has been begging for, and a revamped nuke uh, was something that uh, the community was also begging for. And I love it that uh, one of the worst uh, Reddit communities is the CSGO <laughs> uh, subreddit, because everybody on there is just just toxic as fuck and they every post is just bitching 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 complaining 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 and so last week it was just a flurry of man valve and the csgo devs they don't listen to us fuck this they they hate us they're just taking our money and then today it was like oh new update here you go guys new everything and so then the community wasn't like oh i guess we were wrong it was just like about fucking time so that's uh CSGO updates for uh, the <laughs> quarter. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, I, Juan can talk about competitive Street Fighter. I can talk about competitive Counter-Strike. Derek can talk about competitive WWE 2K16. So I can't really talk about Is there a competitive scene for that? I don't know. I feel like there should be. Is there one? So I say that again? Uh, competitive WWE uh, 2K games. Uh, not that I've ever seen, man. No, but Derek, I, you need to you need to start that. You need to call Evo and get that started, and you can be the champ. Uh, no, that's okay. You need the people's champ. We can just no, do this. Or we can make is. the Geekscape World Championship, and me and Derek and Josh can fight over it. Nice. Cool. And I can dress up as AJ Lee and uh, <laughs> cheer you guys on. Or you could just knock us all out and just take it for yourself. Uh, that sounds like something I would do if I was a wrestler. It's me, Austin. <laughs> it's been me all along. I did it for Jonathan. <laughs> oh. I did it for the people. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it that I really wanted to cover myself. Um, um, I, except for our giveaway, but I'll, I'll pick that up at the end. Uh, do you guys got anything you want to touch on? A uh, couple quick things. Sega is giving away a few free games on Steam right now. Yes, they uh, are. We had a post about it earlier in the week. They've changed the games now, but earlier this week you could get Jet Set Radio, something called Hell Yeah, Wrath of the Dead Rabbit, uh, and Golden Axe for free on Steam. Now, now Hell, yeah, Hell Yeah was uh, is a game, and the the Wrath of the Rabbits was um, you get all the DLC for Hell Yeah. Okay. Uh, today they switched those games up, so now you can get Binary Domain, Condemned Criminal Origins, which I love, oh, uh, wow. and Streets of, Streets of Rage 2 for free. And later in the week, they will be giving away uh, more games, which include Viking Battle for Asgard and Renegade Ops. Uh, Damn. So, so it's pretty cool for free, you know. The, it's super nice. What, like, why are they doing that? I don't know, but it's awesome. Uh, aside from that, Hideo Kojima's been talking a little bit lately. Um, and by lately, I mean today, uh, he's, <laughs> uh, you know, he's got a, he's got a short interview with Polygon up and it just kind of made me really sad because he, you know, obviously he can't, he still can't talk really about what happened with Konami or what happened with Silent Hills or anything like that. But, uh, he sort of talks, he, he just basically very subtly mentions it. He said, you know, talking about PT and how it was received and moving on to Silent Hills and stuff like that. But he said, uh, let's say that you're thinking of climbing Mount Everest, but you start with Mount Fuji first. Uh, he said through a translator sitting across from me being the polygon writer at a boardroom at the 2016 dice summit that goes well and it feels good. Then you're preparing to climb Mount Everest and then you're not allowed to, that doesn't feel so good. And I just thought that was super sad. Uh, he said he got depressed after they, uh, you know, obviously shuttered the Silent Hills project. Um, 
they're always he's he's still in contact with del toro and norman reedus and they're talking about doing something down the line he said that he'd love to do something with them before he dies oh my god uh i mean it's just it's a fairly short interview but there's a lot of it feels emotional and there's a lot of really interesting information in there um you know obviously everything's very subtle and he doesn't Talk, go deep into anything and you know he's he kind of talks a little bit about the a little bit about the new studio and and how he feels about that and everything like that but it's definitely worth a read uh that is on uh, polygon.com and we will link that in the show notes as well dope what about you Juan? is there anything you super want to touch on uh no i think uh when certain games come out this weekend i'll have plenty to talk about next week absolutely absolutely um uh the one thing i want to touch on is that we're doing another contest and this one uh, directly affects gamers. Uh, we've teamed up with Aftershocks, a um, uh, bone conducting headset company uh, where they don't use. Um, uh, it sounds so cool. I wish I could. I wish I could see how these sound and feel. Yeah, they um, they don't use traditional um, drivers like you would uh, see in headphones. They use bone conductors. And um, what uh, now? Bone conducting technology goes back to you know. Um, you know, a long time ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know that uh, when my um, uh, my dad was in uh, Vietnam, he worked uh, intelligence, and they used bone conducting um, headsets when they were listening to the Russians, um, because the Russians would suddenly just like blast the frequency because they knew the Americans were listening, and you know, just try to like you know break their eardrums. So they had these conductors that would sit on your temples or your cheekbones, and um, uh. The same thing for like throat mics, so you don't have to like talk real loud. It just gets the vibrations from your vocal cords. So these are bone conducting wireless headsets. They fit over your ear and they wrap around, um, but they instead of sitting over your ears onto your ear canals, they sit right in front and they touch your cheekbones. And what they do is they they'll vibrate past your eardrums and get right to your inner ear canal. Um, so not only do you uh, does it not block your um, uh, you know hearing from from stuff around you. If you're hard of hearing or hearing impaired, um, it will alleviate some of those things. So if you have like a damaged uh, eardrum or uh, uh, cochlear, I think is the the little dingle dangle bone that's in your ear. Uh, if that's damaged, um, these circumvent it. They are uh, so we're we're doing a contest. We're giving a pair away. Uh, you have uh, a week to enter. And this uh, one's open to U.S. and Canada, actually. Yep. Uh, uh, our friends in Canada. Um, it's also can- rigged, so I will win. Yes, uh, well, Geekscape um, <laughs> contributors are uh, invalid from... Um, I didn't see any fine print. Um, well, I run the contest, so I'm going to kick you out if I see a Derek Cranavelt or any relations thereof. So, um, what about check no it out. relation? <laughs> they, um, they're PC, Mac, and mo- mobile compatible. Pretty much anything has Bluetooth uh, version 4.0. So everything I- but Xbox? Uh, everything but Xbox. Uh, they <laughs> they do have um, a microphone in them too, so it's uh, dual noise noise canceling headphones. They look amazing. Check out Aftershocks. They have um, a lot of other headphones that look really cool. The uh, joggers headphones look awesome. And if you want to guarantee yourself a set of these headphones, uh, there is a twenty percent discount going through the weekend at the Aftershocks official website. Use the coupon code <laughs> Games. With a Z twenty games twenty, and you'll get twenty percent off. So they're eighty bucks as opposed to a hundred bucks. Uh, that sounded that like out. a sponsor read. Uh, it felt like a sponsor read. Uh, we're actually so if you're it. interested in sponsoring Geekscape Games, yeah. Um, Derek I don't know. Geekscape.net. Uh, uh, Shane at Geekscape.net. Don't email Shane. That's a t- you. If you've heard him on the podcast, you know it's a terrible idea. <laughs> He's got this obnoxious email signature and everything. It's really bad. I, I, it's a, an office thing. Yeah, I know you can the, click a button and it doesn't send the signature, man. Oh, what button? There's like a signature option. Are you, what are you using? You're using Outlook? I'm using Gmail. I'm not oh. a troglodyte. Well, there should be multiple signatures in Gmail. Well, I, I'm not going to like it's Or just delete the signature before you. Anyways, this is not a podcast. This is not a conversation for the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, so mission objective sits for two weeks behind our responses from the last one. We're going to let go. This week, we're asking you, what is the stupidest game that you ever spent an exorbitant amount of time on? Do you remember that time we didn't talk about the games we've been playing? We did, didn't we? No. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Juan, what have you been playing this week? Uh, Street Fighter V. 
and uh, <laughs> single player mode, <laughs> just like everyone else. Just like everybody else. And uh, I hear that's like the special Master Chief Collection mode. <laughs> I wish it does feel like that. Actually, it really does. And uh, started getting back into Pokemon because I I remember that I've never truly finished any Pokemon game. I start them, I never finish them though. So which one are you playing right now? uh, Omega Ruby. Nice. So uh, I plan to get that done sometime this decade. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with that. Thank you. Too much water. Before before we get into this, I would like to complain, Derek, to you. (laughs) Okay. You texted me an animated GIF labeled division physics and it's a gif of a guy shooting the uh uh rubber um rubber wheel in the division tom clancy's division and then um he moves his cursor to the center of the hub uh pulls the trigger and then the uh, tire deflates um why did you uh i just knew that you were interested in the division and i just saw that and thought of you um i would like to say that that's a beta and you're not going to fix those tire physics for the uh full release if if the tire physics are what cause you not to enjoy or play the game, I think the phrase is like, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. You don't mm. deserve to be playing to anything with Tom Clancy's name. Rest in peace, our Lord and Savior, Tom Clancy. I just, I mean, I just want your expectations to be realistic, realistic because we all know how uh, Ubisoft's previous new IPs have been turning out. Have you seen the door closing physics that this game offers? <laughs> that uh, they, your character will close the doors of cars. <laughs> I will let tire physics slide. <laughs> Do you remember the physics that Watch Dogs offered? I didn't play Watch Dogs, so you're on you're, your own. You're lucky. <laughs> Watch Dogs is worse than the Canadian dollar is right now. <laughs> it's not funny, guys. It's this hilarious. Is a serious actually. economic issue. <laughs> when are they going to legalize marijuana? Didn't your your new uh, model president or prime minister? Model president is that like from the model UN or something? <laughs> no, it wasn't. He used to be like a a model or supermodel. Oh, oh, that kind of model. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. It was one of his platforms. I don't really follow politics a lot. I, I just want Bernie Sanders to win, so we have a guy who looks like Rick and Morty. <laughs> I just want. Yes. I just want more Larry David as Bernie Sanders. <laughs> so I hope he wins too. Um, Although anyway. Donald Trump. Uh, and the Fuller House cast on uh, Jimmy Fallon the other night was pretty hilarious. Oh, I did not see that. I'll check it it's out. It's worth looking up. Th- you know what? Donald Trump's a fucking lunatic, but he's funny. He is. He is funny. <laughs> so let's make him president. Why not? We've had actors before as president. That's true. Reagan. Yeah. And that's anyway. Derek, what have you been playing? <laughs> what have you been? What have you been playing, Derek? Uh, it's been a really light week for me. Uh, be- just based on work and uh, some other stuff. But uh, I played a little bit of WWE 2K16. Did you forget? (laughs) I did forget, and then I remembered. Uh, I have been just mostly focusing on the career mode. A couple weeks ago when I talked about it, I was complaining about how I could not ever win matches. I'm starting to win a few matches now. Uh, so the game's becoming more fun and less frustrating, but can still be very frustrating when you you know you're missing those reversals uh, over and over again, and you just feel like an idiot. But uh, I, I my character became the NXT champion, so I can now move up to the main roster. So you're gonna, your character is going to be released on the next uh, Nintendo console. <laughs> Was that part of an episode that you released? That 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 did release. Okay. Uh, nice. Yeah. No. It was. It's, it's good though. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's pretty fun um that's real aside from that and a little bit more pocket mortys that's all i've really been playing this past week dope dope um i the only thing of note that i've played this past week was i got the new updated halo online which is um that's that russian thing right uh yeah and it got completely canceled in russia so there's this a developer that goes by el dorito like mountain dew and doritos um and uh him and his team modded it so it's um just just an installer you just extract it and run it and so i played that over the weekend it is really really fucking fun it's the halo 3 engine um it's 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 like playing halo 3 deathmatch online uh but with a mouse and keyboard it's really cool um i don't think if, if, if i played anything else um i got jet set radio installed and i'm currently downloading the division beta on both my ps4 and my pc so um so you can check out those tire physics those those sick tire physics. I'm gonna I'm gonna download Nvidia uh, Physics 
uh, to make sure that they are completely updated. So, Derek, what stupidest game have you ever spent an exorbitant amount of time on? Yeah, you want me to go first? Well, yeah, because I can't think of one. <laughs> okay, so this was probably about two years ago or so, but I got really, really heavily into Cookie Clicker. What the hell? <laughs> did you guys ever? Did you guys ever play Cookie Clicker? I, I remember. I never heard I, of Cookie Clicker. I, yes, I played Cookie Clicker, but the the only memory I have of it is when you were really drunk on the podcast and you just slurred through Cookie. You're like Cookie Clicker. Did that happen? Yes, it did happen. I don't remember. I don't. I can't recall that whatsoever. But it got. It kind of was going around at work, and we were all like, everyone at work was playing Cookie Clicker. So whenever there wasn't like, this is when I was working at like an optical store. And so whenever there wasn't customers in the store, we'd just be like standing in the middle of the store, not in the middle of the store, but standing like at the desks or at the, the checkout counter or whatever with our phones like on the table and just having conversations, but just sitting there tapping our fingers on the screen as well. Like just constantly, just all of us doing it. Uh, and, you know, it kind of got competitive for a lot of us. We were seeing who could generate the most cookies per second and everything like that. Um, this went on for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh and at the time, I didn't think anything of it. And now I look back and I'm like, what the fuck were we doing? <laughs> not working. Not not very hard, no. <laughs> but I was generating, I remember I got to the point where I was generating so many cookies per second. I'm pretty sure I was the top top dog in this store. That is a, um, you need to put That's that in your LinkedIn profile. On my resume. I actually, yeah. I... I always thought that, you know, one time I was at work and I, I started and completed Quop. And I always thought that I could put that on my resume. And because if somebody understood it, they'd be like, wow, that's some dedication. And if they didn't understand it, I could just be like, oh, it's this certi- certification for this thing. Neat. A one. How about you? <laughs> uh, there was a game for the DS called Zookeeper. Uh, it's, it was like uh, Bejeweled, but with zoo animals. <laughs> And I could not stop playing that goddamn game. And just the other day, I was like, whatever happened to my copy of Zookeeper? I don't know if I traded it in or lost it. And then I learned that they released Zookeeper 2 for the 3DS in Japan. Oh, shit. And Time, it, to, time it, to import and mod a 3DS. Damn right. I'm like, how much are Japanese 3DSs? Mm. Because I, I it has animated graphics. And it's like all the Zookeeper stuff that I remember. And I didn't know it was 10 years ago. I guess they just celebrated the 10th year anniversary of it. So. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to write my congressman and see what I can do to get this much deserved title to the States. Hmm. Um, gas leak in the mountains, but this is something that I'm really passionate about. Oh yeah. Didn't they finally get that like resolved? They finally got that resolved, right? Yeah. They permanently sealed it. But, you know, uh, I was just, I was just hoping that like some jabroni was going to like get a flare gun and shoot it up there and just light the mountain on fire. I'm surprised that didn't happen. That was a big concern. Like any jackass can go there and just like throw a sparkler and have the mother of all like shows happen. Yeah. I, I, I wish that they would have done that, uh, but no, that's bad. Yeah. Importing. <laughs> um, I, I just wanted uh, to remind people that um, dead or alive extreme uh, beach volleyball three, uh, the import from play Asia did go down $20. So it's only 60 us to import the, multilingual asia edition so um you want to get that game which i've already pre-ordered <laughs> myself uh so the stupidest game that i spent the most exorbitant amount of time on um the only thing that comes to mind is me and my buddy bought uh two worlds on the xbox 360 uh because it was labeled um uh, oblivion on steroids and oblivion with online co-op and we both got it and went home to play it because we were, you know, into like co-op games at the time. And not only is like one of the worst games I've ever played in my entire life, but um, we we were like, well, we bought these games. We got pizza. We got soda. We were posted <laughs> up for a weekend. We're going to fucking play it. And it was like it was the graphics were terrible. Like just, the story was terrible. I talked about it on like one of the earliest podcasts where um, the the land was infected by the evil taint and you had to what? Wait, what? <laughs> yes yes you don't remember this oh yeah no the, the land was infected by the taint and you had to become a master of the taint and there was items magical items called taint shoots that oh would let you like 
like harness the evil arcane. We spent we spent an I feel entire. Like this sounds like your kind of game. It, no, no, I'm all about taint. Um, Dead or alive, extreme beach volleyball three kind of taint. Uh, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But uh, it was. Uh, do girls have taints? Uh, it's the age old question. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the taint, the taint shoot. Uh, just the whole game was was garbage. I, the, the co op was like half assed, and but we spent an entire three day weekend playing it to get our fucking money's worth. And the the one thing that I remember is that we went to the top of the, this fucking mountain, uh, and we were way under power. There was like giant snow yetis, but the weirdest mob that was up on top of this this icy mountain were these like snow scorpions. And we uh, like pulled aggro on some snow scorpions. And typically, when you pull aggro in like a you know third person fantasy RPG, after a certain amount of time, the game says, "Okay, you got away." Like you know whatever. Like AI games work in um, you know characters work in uh, they have a radius, and then if there's a certain distance from the start point that they they have to like patrol their area. Yada yada yada. The, the, the developers for Two Worlds must not have read Game Design One Hundred and One. So these snow scorpions chased us literally 15 minutes of, of constant running all the way down the mountain into the, the ocean. And because the game had like no barriers, they just walked right into the water and just were like firmly planted to the, the dirt and would stand underneath us. We'd be swimming on the top and the snow scorpions would be down there. Um, but yeah, we spent an entire weekend playing probably one of the worst games in my entire life. Those are determined scorpions. Yeah, uh, and there were snow scorpions. Have you ever like seen a snow scorpion? Um, no, but I did have a Jehovah's Witness follow me for quite some time. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the All Lord right. Scorpion right there. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, around the site, Derek. What's your around the site for this week on Geekscape.net? So, uh. In case you're not a follower of the main site, uh, a few days back, or a subscriber of the Geekscape Games podcast, a few days back, Shane and I posted a uh, spoiler-filled discussion of Firewatch, which came out last week, and which I both of us actually enjoyed a lot. Uh, we talked, <laughs> we went into an ep- this episode hoping to talk about the game for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and it's a really, really deep game, so we ended up talking for the better part of an hour about the title. Um yeah, we both really enjoyed it. Once you've played the game, go ahead and listen to the episode and let us know, you know, if you agree with what we thought and and kind of what we got out of the title. Uh, and if you haven't played it yet, it's awesome. Play the game. It's a short play, so you can play through it in a couple sittings. Uh, if you're interested in hearing more about it before you pick it up, there's also a uh, review of it on the site as well. That's spoiler free. Yeah, um, our um, our our bonus stage is definitely spoiler ridden but um we really get into it and um it's it's a great game it's 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 a really thought-provoking title yeah absolutely um uh Juan what's your uh, around the site this week uh I've been in my for quite some time ever since uh the baby showed up but um I was gonna plug that damn thing for you but you took the but I'll I'll go ahead and do it again uh yeah the your there's your bonus episode which I still have to listen to uh I want to check it out right after the show because I really liked it too. And I wish I could have taken part in that bonus piece, but I think it's uh, one of the most engaging games that I've played and not for the graphics and not necessarily for the, the main character, but I really love the voice acting by the woman who plays Delilah. Yep. She did such an incredible job where I, I didn't feel like she was talking to, my character, I felt like she was talking to me directly. That's yeah, yeah that's a very good um, observation because it felt so natural. And uh, I mean, she felt really human and it's really uh, impressive for an actress or an actor to make me feel that connected when you don't even have a face to go by. It's just their voice and the, the range of emotions that she plays, the way she, she, she becomes the focal point of the story. Like I, I was more. I found myself more interested in what her deal was rather than what was going on with the other characters in the game. And I felt kind of like, you know, I, I, I when I finished the game, I felt like I still needed more of that. I wanted more of her story. Totally. You know? So yeah. So that that's how that's what I really loved about. I, I really loved that game so much. And I, I, although I don't know if I'm gonna go back and play it again, um, 
I think that experience, I, I attuned it to something like Journey. Like, I don't mm. see myself playing Journey again, but I'm really glad that I played it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, um, my around the site, uh, besides the contest that we are um, hosting, um, shit, what the hell is the title? Um, my, um, my Monday Music, uh, the new Kanye West record dropped last Thursday, and I kind of retell all the drama from over the course of the weekend. Huh. Um, the record is absolutely amazing. Um, there's a lot of, um, uh, Kanye is really good at writing amazing lyrics that are, he's also really good at controversy. Uh, yes, he's a, he's master of controversy. Um, but his lyrics are, uh, b- besides, you know, the, the, the stereotypical, you know, throwaway trashy lyrics that every artist will, will lay out. He's, um, He's very good at writing writing lyrics. I think he might have some sort of like learning disorder. Like he might be autistic or have Asperger's, which is why there's a lot of this weird shit that that he does. Um, but the uh, the record is amazing. I get into some of my favorite tracks, and um, there's a, a particular song on there called "Fade" that is going to be remixed from High Heaven, and um, it's it's missing something, and all it needs is a what's known as a dembo style backing beat. Um, and that would make Ninjato just, style backing beat. Ninjato, <laughs> Ninjato style backing beat. Um, no, Dembo is a very uh, Pacific Island um, kind of a reggae mumbaton beat. Um, so uh, I don't want to get into too much nerdy music theory, but uh, check out the read. I uh, detail everything that went on over the weekend. It was um, very, uh, very interesting. And uh, if you don't even want to read that, check out Kanye's Twitter because it's fucking hilarious. It's been. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, and uh, one last thing. Uh, the History Channel has hired Dan Harmon to do a comedic uh, short, oh, short I'm form so stoked for this. history show uh, with some other um, amazing talents. So the History Channel is getting into some uh, uh, historic comedy. So that's on the... Um, so it's the most history you'll have seen from the History Channel in quite some time. I know, which the History Channel used to be my favorite show, but then, you know, they... And in the piece, I talk about I vividly remember them having like a, I, I love the eighties. I love the nineties style, uh, talking head, um, show, but about random events in history that, and it was just completely populated by comedians. I can't fucking find the name of the show. I, I I've looked and looked and looked, but, um, they did test, you know, comedic history out a few years ago and it was, I laughed and I don't laugh at much. Uh, I feel like you laugh at everything. I'm a pretty happy guy. That's good. Yeah. Um, so that was Geekscape Games level 65. Uh, you missed level 64, but uh, 65 is uh, 64, but one better. Uh, as always, you can find us on geekscape.net. Follow us at Geekscape Games on Twitter. I am at Shane O'Hare on Twitter, SSJakin on gaming platforms, and I will be playing the Division Beta this weekend on PS4 and PC. So add me. Shooting some tires. Uh, I'm at D Cranavelt <laughs> on Twitter, Captain K17 on gaming platforms that I don't use. <laughs> um, you can find me at the King of Mars on Twitter, and it's the King of Mars on uh, PSN with underscores between all words. Yep. And uh, oh, besides the division, I'm going to do it. Get into that Splatfest. Juan, what side are you on? <sighs> Got to go with Pokemon Red. Oh fuck you! Get the fuck out of here! I can't. No, <laughs> you're done. I feel like they're basically the same. <laughs> they're not different colors. <laughs>